Hey there, hustlers, and happy new year. Welcome to another episode of the Corporate Side Hustler Podcast. In today's episode, we'll be discussing the three mistakes you're making on the gram and three ways to fix it. Let's dive in. Well, I don't know about you, but I felt like 2020 started off really, really, really slow. Then right around April, it took a sharp right turn and it went really fast. Like all the months and days started to bleed into one another. And now it's 2021. Like what the what? I kicked off 2020 pregnant and now I have a three-month-old and an 18-month-old. So you can only imagine my year flew by. And right now it's a little cray-cray in my household. But what I thought we could do for this episode is really take a pause and reflect back on 2020 and talk about the number one question that I got in the DMs or when I was doing my one-on-ones with my clients and students. And it was centered around, hey, Lisa, how do I stand out? How do I cut through the noise to make my IG page the page that people want to hang out on? And I thought this was a really great question. I think this is a really valid concern because if we look at last year, the online space became more saturated than the past years. Why? More people were leaving the corporate world. More people were uncertain about their jobs and more people were realizing that they wanted control of their schedule. So they were using the online space to test out how they can build their service-based business or their product-based business. And I believe that because it's getting saturated, we were making a lot of mistakes out there. And that's why we're going to focus on the three common mistakes that you're probably making on the gram and three ways to fix it. Mistake number one is not defining what you want to be known for. So when I would ask, for example, my clients or students or my audience on the gram, what is it that you want to be known for? I was greeted with titles such as health coach, VA mentor, social media manager, or sometimes I was even greeted with, Lisa, I'm not really sure. So here's the deal. If you don't even know what you want to be known for outside of your title, your ideal clients don't know. And if your ideal clients don't know, you're going to get lost in the sea of other service-based providers and other product-based providers. Now more than ever, it's important for you to establish what you want to be known for. So that way you are sharing that there is something unique about how you're a health coach compared to other health coach. It's about you sharing your process method or framework that your audience now associates with you and know it's your way of helping them get to the transformation that they so desire. And I know, don't get me, don't get it twisted. I get it. It can be really, really hard to establish what it, what you want to be known for. And it's why your content tends to flop. So let's ditch the being Jill of all trades and really instead define what you want to be known for. And here's how you're going to do that. I want you to define one up to three pillars of what you want to be known for. These pillars will be what your highlight covers capture. These pillars will be tied into your bio. So that way it's super clear what you want to be known for. And it's super clear to your clients and ideal audience. For example, one of my pillars is how to attract leads on the gram. It's a highlight reel. It's also tied in my bio. Why? Because I want you and my following to know if you're struggling with how to locate your ideal client on the gram, you know that I'm your girl. Now, mistake number two is creating content that doesn't speak to what I'm coining the LPDs, the limiting belief, problem, and desire that your ideal client has. Now, you know when you are pressed for time that you just kind of throw up any post because you want to make sure that you're still being consistent. I'm hoping I'm getting some nods there as you're listening to this podcast. The best example I have for you is... um, 
it's similar to watching a reality TV show, right? Or your favorite TV series. And if you're like me and you record certain TV shows, that way when you're able to click the on-demand button, you can binge on some of these shows. There's probably been a time or two that when you go to play the next episode, for some reason, you're expecting, not for some reason, you're expecting season one, episode seven, but for some reason it recorded a different show and you're like, what the what? It doesn't happen often, but when it does, it kind of throws you off and you feel like a little disappointed because you were looking forward to season one, episode seven, and now you have some random recording of a different show. That's literally what's happening on your account. When you've had several weeks where you're posting stellar content, then you randomly post a picture of, let's say your dog, and you never talk about your dog. It actually creates this moment of, oh, that's great that I got to meet her dog, but what happened to the other things that she's posting about, like it really kind of creates some type of disruption. So instead, what I want you to do is I want you to look at your pillars and think about what you want to be known for based off those pillars and create content that's really going to pinpoint the limiting beliefs, problems, and desires that your your audience has, and then create content that speaks to that on repeat. Create content that's going to speak to the limiting beliefs that your ideal clients are wrestling with. Create content that's speaking to the problems. That way you're able to create create some how-to, some tips and resources to overcome that problem. Speak to the desire, speak to really showcasing some case studies or your story on how you were able to achieve what they ultimately want. So that way they're staying on your account. The third mistake that you're making is that your content is boring. Now, this may sting for some of you, but know that it's coming from a a good place. This is when you share a post and it's just those one-liners. It's the make today count, Don't worry what the others say, just do you. Now, here's why that's boring. They, your audience has nothing to connect with that. There's no story for them to feel like, oh, me too, or I can relate to that too. It's it's kind of this one-liner that's a great quote, but they have nothing to tie it back to into their day-to-day situation or their just experience in general with whatever it is that they're struggling with. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to actually take a moment and think about an account that you look forward to, an account where it's an individual that you haven't met in real life yet, but every time you open your app, you can't help but to go to their page. You can't help but to binge on their stories or check out their most recent posts. That's exactly what you want to do on your page. That's what you want to create. You want to create this feeling where these individuals look forward to you. I have one account in particular that I look forward to that when I'm on her account, I know that she's going to talk about her daughter. I like her because she shares the struggles of what it was to start her business while having a newborn, while having a husband that really didn't understand why she was doing what she was doing. And I trust her so much because she shows up so consistent that if she's off, meaning like if she's not around for a couple of days when she's normally like posting the same time every single day of the week... I start to worry about her. I start to think, is everything okay? And that's the that's the that, that's the kind of feel that you want to create on your feeds. So that way, they're sticking around. So here's what I want you to do to fix mistake number three. I want you to start cr- telling a story when you are creating either that caption or when you're sharing your how-tos on your IG stories, tie it back to a story. So that way, that individual is able to visualize themselves in that scenario. 
And then they're able to say, yes, me too. Yes, I feel that too. I feel like she's speaking directly to me. Damn it, I feel like she has a hidden camera in my house. How did she know that's what I'm wrestling with? How did she know that's what's holding me back from really fulfilling my dreams and things of that nature? That's ultimately what you want to be creating to make sure that your content isn't boring, but it's so binge-worthy. So to recap the mistakes that you are potentially making or made in 2020 that I want to make sure that you avoid in 2021 is mistake number one, not defining what you want to be known for, but instead what you're going to do, you're going to define your one up to three pillars to help you define what you want to be known for. Mistake number two is creating content that does not speak to the LPDs, limiting beliefs, problems, and desires. Instead, what you're going to do is you're going to focus on those pillars and create content that's going to speak to those limiting beliefs, speak to those problems, speak to those desires. That way your audience is like, yes, yes, I need more of this. And three, you're no longer going to create those one-liner captions or say, or just reshare quotes on your IG stories. That content is boring. Um, You're instead going going to start telling stories with your your posts, your reels, your IG stories. That way people are able to connect with you and have that me too feel. Now, if you're like, oh my goodness, this feels so good. I need to hit the ground running with what you're sharing with me. I'm going to hook you up with a free gift. It is my lesson, one of the lessons in my binge-worthy content method course that I'm going to be reopening the doors to later this month. And I'm going to give you lesson one. And lesson one is all about establishing your content pillars. Why? Because this is going to be the year that you want to make sure that you are truly standing out, that you are cutting through the noise and that you know what you want to be known for and your clients know exactly what you are known for. You know the drill. If you have any questions or concerns, slide into my DMs. I'd be more than happy to answer how these pillars will definitely benefit you when creating your highlights, your bio, and so forth. Thanks for tuning in. If you enjoyed this episode, here's what I want you to do. Take a quick screenshot of you listening to the Corporate Side Hustler podcast and upload the image to your Instagram stories and tag me in it at the Corporate Side Hustler. I would love to hear from you and connect with you on Instagram. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'll see you the same time next week. Until then, enjoy the rest of your day. Bye for now.